and welcome back to ASD, A New Perspective, the podcast show where we help you understand what is going on in the mind of your child, and we encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee, and thanks for joining us for our series, Why Does My Child Need Dynamic Intelligence? As I visited with Dr. Gutstein, we discussed the core deficits children have and the need for dynamic intelligence programs that RDI provides. Well, as a mom, I want my baby to be an individual. Yeah, of course. You want your child to be treated like a person, and you want to know that their needs are being met, not that they're being treated like some member of a large group who are all the same somehow, right? And that's unfortunately the state of the treatment that we see. And that's why I wouldn't accept those programs, those mills. They're like mills. Those, those programs, the therapists are, are like mills. They're like assembly. And I think that's what I tell parents. These are like assembly lines. It doesn't matter who your child is as an individual. They're going to do the same thing to them, whether they need it or not, or whether it's good for them or not. There's something wrong with that. If you look at education, educational models now, um, not, they don't operate that way. Good schools or good educational programs um, are, are not functioning that way. They, they haven't been doing that for many years. I'm talking about for typically developing children or for gifted children. They, they don't do that. Educators have, you know, would, would look at what's happening with these kids with ASD and, and would not believe the archaic ways that they're being treated. Um, so these kids are not necessarily getting anything better than the, this is the same thing about special services is they wind up um, and from a from a uh, delivery model, getting a worse model than, than the kids who are typically developing, and that doesn't mean we throw them into typically developing classes and give them no services. But the services should give should be based on what is what we you know the most innovative things, the things not something from fifty years ago or sixty years ago, which is what happens with these kids. What we're learning about development, what we're learning about children and education, they should get that and more. Right, and they should get the most cutting-edge things. Instead, they get the worst things. They get the things everyone else has left behind, as supposedly special services. They're especially bad services, is what I would say. Special service, special services that that you get. So people fight for these services, and they end up getting especially bad ones. So before we go, so I think I'd like to just talk to the parent, maybe who's just gotten a diagnosis, and uh, you know, I just picture that time. Because at that time, we were told there was nothing we could do for him and that we needed to really focus on our daughter, which right. you can imagine how that why they're told the opposite, which is you must do X, Y, and Z right away or else you're a bad parent, right? It's flipped over. You're right. It has, to, it has, flipped, it has flipped over. And I've said before, I think with all the, I'm going to say all the choices, but I mean all the different businesses will say providing these services and we didn't have that in the sense I think that was good because everything we did was in our home and because of that we were very both of us very involved and so without knowing that we kind of um, were de we're developing we didn't know what was going on. we didn't know what we know now through you but the guiding relationship yeah, we were intuitively doing some some productive things and developing your own sort of intuitive sense of what works rather than just buying into the stories that, you know, whether they fit or not of, of some quote unquote expert, right. And losing your own sense of 
you were able to develop your own, again, intuitive sense of judgment around this. And when you start buying into these experts, you don't develop your own intuitive sense. You, you become dependent on their, their stories, their versions of things. And people make decisions that are unbelievably, when they look back on it, they say, how did I, why would I have ever just done that? Because you become very dependent on the stories being told by these other people. You were able to you know, bypass that through neglect of services <laughs> and develop your own intuitive judgment and, 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 and sense of, again, understanding, you know, making judgments about what's best, getting feedback, trying to figure things out, and, you know, internally, right, be becoming wiser and wiser about this, um, which is very, very important. And that's right, you were fortunate in that respect. Well, yes, and you think about now, the services are out in these, in businesses, essentially, not in the home. That's right. And the home is where guiding starts. And if you don't have time to guide, your two-year-old is gone. That's, um, that's right. In the therapeutic. Or if you, don't, if, if, if you feel like the treatment has to, you're inadequate because you're not trained like these experts, so you shouldn't even try. You know, all these opportunities for male growth are lost. Yeah. It's very sad. Very sad. Well, the good news is that uh, we know what RDI can do. Doesn't have to be that way. We have a way to empower you as a parent and help you to become a guide and do all the things as a guide that you can do it that intuitively you wind up doing if you have a typically developing child who is giving you all that feedback, who is, who is um, you know, intrinsically motivated. So they're coming to the table, pushing you to do the guidance and, and you're trying to catch up with them. That's why that motivation is so important, by the way, as well. But we can, we, we, our model really focuses on providing that, providing parents with, a, you know, teaching parents how to develop those intrinsic motivations in their children first so that their children are active, you know, participants in what Barbara Rogoff used to call appropriating wisdom and knowledge, appropriating it, not, not being fed it, not having to grab them. They're trying to get it from you. They're trying to grow. And your job then becomes totally easier, much different, a completely different job than a typical parent of a, of a child with ASD, where you feel like you have to be grabbing them and forcing it and controlling it. Uh, it makes an enormous difference. And that's why that's our starting point in, in our program. And thanks for joining us for ASD, A New Perspective, the podcast show where we help you understand what is going on in the mind of your child. And we encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee. See you next time.